0: This is the Women With Vision Podcast, where we get real with some of the leading entrepreneurial superwomen about what it takes to build a business online and
1: beyond with kids, husbands, and everything else. Superwomen. I am so excited to have my next guest. You know, she is a powerhouse. She is amazing. I met her here in Las Vegas, one of my other amazing boss lady friends, and uh, I met her because she owned a Togo. So I'm from Los We lived in Los Angeles for 22 years. And Togo's is a new franchise um, here in Vegas. I think she might even be the first Togo's here in Las Vegas area. But it's a sandwich shop that I'm familiar with from uh, L.A. She opened a franchise here. And after I started getting to know her, she's an investor. She owns property. She's been in real estate for, you know, just under 15 years just amazing. Her and her husband uh, doing it around kids and, and family. So I'm excited to talk to her about some of the amazing things that she's doing, how she's growing her empire here in, in Las Vegas. Makia Macaluso, how are you?
0: I'm doing well. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for this opportunity.
1: I am so excited. And, you know, she's very humble. You know, if you'd see her on the street, you wouldn't know that she was doing such amazing things. Um, but I'm excited because you know, it takes a lot of like mindset, mind, you know, and and focus to do these things. So first of all, what made you go into real estate? Before I left California,
0: my husband got involved and in, uh, he was learning to become a loan officer. Mm-hmm. And then uh, when we moved to Las Vegas, I was working multiple jobs. I was in the service industry. I was working at a group home. Um, I was taking care of adults with uh, disabilities. I was doing all of these different things. And then when I was trying to figure out something that I can do, we thought about real estate. And then I got involved in real estate. And like I said, I've always been in the service industry. So it was just another way for me to serve people and also make a great income.
1: Yeah, that's very, very cool. So yeah. you've been, and so, but you do a lot of stuff on your own too. You do a lot of investing and and things like that as well.
0: Yes. Yes, we do. Um, Right now we own um, a a commercial office building. We call it our HQ. We use that as our headquarters. And then we also have um, a total of two buildings that Mm -hmm. has a total of 44 uh, apartment buildings between the two uh, buildings.
1: Oh, wow. Oh my goodness. Okay. So I know it hasn't always been easy because I started hearing a little bit about your story and I was like, how does she do that, and then owning all this real estate, and then also owning a franchise. So um, tell me, uh, before we go into about Togo's, tell me how it all started. Like, you know, how did you and your husband meet and those kinds of things?
0: So I met my husband when I was 19 years old back in Pittsburgh, California. Uh, He worked at Togo's and I worked at Kentucky Fried Chicken right across the street so we would see each other here and there. And then um, all of a sudden, I didn't see him anymore. He was gone. He no longer worked at Togo's. And then um, a few months later, my sister invited me over to um, hang out with her and some of her friends. And there was this guy there who was my husband. He was, he was there with his friends. We actually went over to his house and kind of started talking and reconnected because it had been a few months that had gone by. So then we started slowly dating and hanging out and here we are now.
1: That is crazy. And uh and of course you opened up a Togo's, which is really funny. Was yeah. that because of his experience, he decided that was a franchise he wanted to open?
0: Well, no, he did not want to um open a Togo's. He wanted to do something that was um like less involved with with people Mm -hmm. so it was like maybe like a junk removal or like we were looking at vending machine uh businesses Mm -hmm. but then um I was searching on the internet because we were looking to expand our portfolio we had been doing real estate and we use real estate as a way to invest in other businesses that can bring in you know cash flow for us Mm -hmm. because during real estate we would go for me we would go like a uh, what do you call like a roller coaster up and down with the Mm -hmm. income you know, so we get these checks and then maybe a couple more months before we got another one. So uh, we were just trying to have that cash flow. So when I was looking at different franchise opportunities, Togos popped up. I always knew Togos was a franchise, but I wasn't, you know, thinking about it. But then when I started researching and finding out more information about it, everything just felt so right, you know, because when we would go to California, that was always the first stop. Mm. You no, know, I was, I have to have my Togo sandwiches. And, um, so then, well, like I said, when we, uh, we opened up the Togos and it's just been amazing. But like you said, it was not easy to get here. Um, we moved here, let's say what 19, I was 21, I believe when we moved to Las Vegas. And I think my husband was About twenty years old, Mm -hmm. and when we first got to town, it was a little bit of it was a little rough. Mm. You know, we moved unexpectedly. We left everything in California. We showed up at my mom's doorstep. We caught the Greyhound out here with a trash bag Mm. full of our belongings, and things didn't really work out at my mother's house. So when we found ourselves staying at a weekly, I think it was called the Harbor Island, Mm -hmm. and when we uh went to go rent the place. We had no idea that it didn't come with anything. So we thought Mm -hmm. we were renting like a a apartment that had like linens and all that stuff. There was nothing, no pots and pans. And we're like, how the heck are we going to get through this? So we had to Make a decision on, you know, what are we going to spend some money on? So I can recall cooking noodles out of like a beer can, like boiling the noodles because we didn't have anything. Oh, wow. You know, it was, it was, it was, it's just amazing when I think back on, you know, how life was when we got, you know, I think I quickly found a job. I worked at a call center for a while. I had been taking care of elderly people, even in California, before we moved here. Then I had, at one point in time, I worked three jobs, you wow. know, trying to trying to support us and and pay the bills. I I uh, did the newspaper route overnight. Mm-hmm. I had a client in the morning that I uh, that had disabilities, uh, and then I had another person that I took care of in the afternoon. Wow. So it it, it was just. It was crazy, and then when I got into real estate, um, I think it took me almost a year before I so, sold my first property. Yeah, I was I was so nervous about answering the phone and, and and having people ask me how long had I been in business or how many houses had I sold. So I remember putting my phone on silent because I was just so scared to answer that question. Mm. And I, I got in my own way because I was, you know, talking myself out of, um, you know, all these amazing things that I could do. Um, I think it was maybe five years after being in real estate that anyone ever asked me that question. And when they asked me, I was just so happy to answer it because I had <laughs> so lots of properties. Right, But you know, when I first left California, I struggled with like, you know, self-confidence and all those different things. So I took a lot of time on personal development and in mindset.
1: Yes. Yeah. That's like the, that is the key to being able to do anything. It's just working on your, your mindset. I think you're even starting to help people with that part too, because oh, yes. you realize they can't even begin to get themselves out of a situation difficult situation if they can't get their mind right oh and I
0: like I I tell you I struggled with that it was it was a challenge for me um you know I would see like all these people I'm like how does is that person doing this or how is that person doing that and you know what blocked me was I was just getting in my own way yeah
1: yeah well I, I I have that experience too myself just you know, you're wasting the time, but you're really, sometimes it does take the time for you to come, you know, start doing the work, realizing that you got to do the work. And um, wow. Okay. What is inspiring you now?
0: So the things that really inspire me is coming from Pittsburgh, California and growing up in the environment that I grew up in, I saw a lot of talented people. And I feel like they, um, they didn't live up to their full potential. I mean, they were great singers, they were amazing cooks, they were artists, um, you name it. But I think they chose the wrong path, you know, they were either into drugs, or, you know, I had a bunch of kids. And it was just something that I feel that stopped them from being, you know, living up to their full potential. So I when I saw that I was at a young age, I knew that, I wanted to do more. You know, I wanted to do more than what I seen growing up. And what also inspired me was my grandmother. She raised me. Um, my mom, I was, her mom had me when she was 17. Mm-hmm. So she ended up getting on drugs. And then for a while, I ended up living with other family members. Um, I was abused. There was a lot of different things that went on. When I was, I believe, five years old, my grandmother came and brought me into her home and she showed me lots of love. She was very supportive. Um, and I also saw her. She was an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Um, she she would do things like crochet blankets. She would sell plates. Mm-hmm. Um, I, what, she was very uh crafty she would make things like I always saw her doing something that brought in income. Right. You know, so that was very inspiring for me. I'm not very artsy and crafty like that. So I'm I'm more creative when it comes to like businesses. Yes. You know, so I'm using my talents in those ways. Um another thing that inspires me is my kids. You know, I want them to not have to struggle and go through the things that I went through. Mm-hmm. You no, know, I want them to, to you know, at a young age, I want them to have the confidence. I don't want them to have to, you know, wait until their 20s or even their 30s before they build that confidence. Right. So I want to show them, you know, that through um, the things that I do, that they're able to do that as well. Yeah. And then um, also going through the things that I went through, I also want to inspire other women and entrepreneurs, you know, that they also can do that. Yeah. So those are the things that inspire me.
1: That's amazing. And, you know, I'm so grateful for you because, you know, sometimes, you know, people don't share their whole story. Mm -hmm. uh, And it's so important because the next generation needs to know, the next woman needs to know that, you know, just because you had a rough start, Mm -hmm. I mean, I didn't have a rough start, but I sure had a rough middle. Yeah. Right. And sometimes you get to a rough middle and you're thinking, oh my God, it's the worst thing in the world. Until you hear somebody else's story and see that they got made it through. And it gives you encouragement that you can make it through as well.
0: Yeah. I believe that it's our duty to share, you mm-hmm. know, the things that we learn with other people. It is. So um I I told myself a, a few years ago, I said, you know what? I'm going to get comfortable getting uncomfortable. So yes. I started putting myself in situations where, you know, my heart was racing, but I still did it. Yes. You know, so that's something that, um, that goes into like what I'm I'm teaching other people to do is build that mental toughness. Yes. So, you know, you know, if I didn't go through the things that I went through, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have a story to share. Mm-hmm. You know, I wouldn't be able to inspire other people.
1: Yeah. Very, very true. Very yeah. true, and you learned the lessons, you know you took it mm-hmm. to heart. you didn't use that as another excuse to be a victim, you know, you used it as a way to make you stronger and learn and get to the next level,
0: yeah, you know, and my husband, he is so supportive, I mean he's i I feel like you know we've been together almost twenty one years, wow, and I feel like you know we were we were meant for each other. He has his own struggles and different things that he went through, mm-hmm. and we are able to push each other every single day to be better. Yes. No. So it's, it's, we're both, we're both able to inspire one another. And I don't know if I had a different partner, would I be able, would I be in the same situation? Cause he is so supportive.
1: That's amazing. Oh my goodness. What would you tell another woman who was, you know, maybe finding herself in a difficult situation or she was ready, really ready to start taking herself out of her situation, finding some success in her business or in her life, what would you say for her to do first?
0: Um, The first thing I would say to do is write down like her goals or different things that she wants to do. Mm-hmm. And then um, find a support group, you know, okay. go out there and find other women who are doing the things that maybe, you know, doing the things that she aspires to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for me, like that's something that I I really did. I put myself out there. Yeah. Um. I wrote out a plan. I'm very intentional with the things that mm-hmm. I do. I journal. I have a vision board. I mean, it's just when you start doing those things, I feel yes. like you 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 attract those things to you. Yes. Yes. You know, because I, I I was looking at my vision board the other day and. You know, there's a picture of a, of, a, of a of a woman speaking. You know, I didn't realize that I wanted to speak, but I I, I put that picture on there,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you know, and it's like you know, I'm I'm being all these things are being a, um I'm attracting all these things to yeah. my life. Mm-hmm. So I really feel like you know, someone who are, they're ready to change to do those different things, and um, you know, uh, I also meditate. Yes. I I use, I use crystals. I um I take time to myself. I you know, when I get um I feel like you know I'm getting overwhelmed, I'll tell my husband, look, I need to, I need to go get my nails done or get a massage or something, right. you know, I I take time for myself. But like I so said, the most important thing is is writing out the plan and just being very intentional on the things that they they want to do.
1: Yeah, it's so important, so very important. Oh my goodness, I love this. Is there anything else that you would like to share that you have learned in your story or learned in your journey? Um, that you think that it, you just want people to know so that they can have a little bit easier way to go?
0: I would say the the most important thing is, like I was saying, you know, just just put a plan together, mm-hmm. you know, and if you have a good support system, and sometimes we, that support system isn't family. Yes. They, sometimes your family, you know, you call them dream killers. You tell them, you tell them what you want to do, and they'll tell you all the reasons why you can't do it. Right. It's very important to... Um, to invest in, in, in personal development. And when I say invest in personal development, it doesn't have to be expensive. YouTube Mm -hmm. has everything. Yes, it does. Like sometimes when there's a book or a different talk that I wanted to listen to, I'll, I'll search on YouTube and nine times out of 10, I'll find that information. Mm -hmm. So it's just putting the time into it.
1: Love that. I love that. Oh my goodness. Makia, how can people find you? How can they find your Togos if they're here in Vegas? How can they find your real estate uh, if they're looking to you know, do some investing? What's the best way to go about that? Um,
0: so for Togos, we're located on the corner of rainbow and sunset our address is 6435 south rainbow boulevard suite 103 Um, our website is togoslasvegas.com and if you're looking for catering you can go to togoslasvegascatering.com um as far as like my real estate you guys can find me on instagram my um my what is it called my handle is makia underscore macaluso and um, if you like to get more information about my coaching program, you can go to designyourmindinc.com and download my free uh, mental toughness checklist. Mm. It's gonna give you, it's just basically gonna give you like the, the, the bones on what it is you need to do to start building that mental toughness. Um, I was, one thing I will say is I seeing A lot of people nowadays, they always talk about needing to take uh, a mental, what do you call it? A mental health day or something. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what are you guys? You guys are so young. Like, what do you need to take a day for? It's like, so I I really, really am passionate about helping people build mental toughness. Um, And then I also have my um, Instagram for my design your mind. Uh, You can find us at design your mind, Inc on Instagram and Facebook as well.
1: Oh, my goodness. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you, M- Makia. This has been excellent. And I'm excited for all the stuff we're doing this year with the book and the project and all the things. So thank you so much.
0: You're welcome. Thank you so much, Tam. I am truly appreciate this, uh, this opportunity. <music>